Hey guys, welcome back to the Kiwi Gardening Podcast. You're here with Ezra and Nick. Okay, I'm going to hand you over to Nick and he's going to tell us what topic we have today. Um, so, here in New Zealand at least, it's early autumn coming into... Yeah, early Coming autumn. into autumn. And that kind of, when it gets to that point, a lot of people are kind of giving up in their garden, right? It's usually looking pretty messy. It's heading into winter. Yeah. And yeah, I guess kind of today we want to talk about how you can utilize your garden for as most of the year as you can, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I know that it's really easy to get demotivated when it comes to the end of summer because... You know, your tomatoes are looking ugly. All your leafy greens have started to bolt and gone to seed. And your garden looks like a, a big mess. And people are like, okay, well, I've finished now. Summer's over. You know, I'm going to... Yeah, time, just... time to give up gardening until spring. Time to give <laughs> up gardening. Yeah, yeah. But there's some, there's some nutters out there, like myself. And we like to keep going, you know. Gardening all year round. The way yeah, we do it, right? Exactly. And we, we live in Auckland and there's no reason not to garden all year round. I know some other people have to deal with snow and very cold climates whereas in Auckland we hardly drop below zero yeah that's one thing you're really really lucky with being a gardener here in Auckland right yeah exactly so we don't really have anything to complain about and we can go all year round it just you know it's kind of sucks to be out after work when it's dark in the rain dark you know? and cold, yeah so who wants to do that so um yeah let's talk about some ways that we can either prepare our garden for the coming season or keep it going Mm -hmm. all right yeah so then is that do you kind of have to plan a long time ahead like plan your summer garden to go into autumn or you kind of you kind of usually would just rip everything out and kind of start start again in autumn kind of start from scratch how what what i literally have no idea so you kind of give like a basic give a give a bit of a rundown on what what's the best way to do it because yeah, I, I got no idea. Okay, in the past, what I've liked to do is literally grow a crop in a garden, rip everything out, and then restart again. So this is toward, at the beginning of autumn or end of autumn kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. End, end of summer. End of summer, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, mid, mid-autumn. But my way of gardening now has kind of changed a little bit. I like to leave things a little bit longer now to give them a chance to go to flower and seed so I can collect I can collect my own seeds for next year. Oh, so kind of give them that, the full the full circle. Yeah, yeah, give them the full circle. Um, also give the pollinators some chance to come into my garden. Um, to, you know, the bees and the butterflies and stuff like that. Give them something to actually, um, some reason to come to my garden. But what I like to do is I like to have the next crop ready to go out. So I like to start it indoors mm-hmm. in, the, in the greenhouse. And then once I rip those plants out, you know, the seedlings are ready to go in instead of then sowing your seeds after you rip stuff out because then there's a big delay of empty garden. Plus, it would be quite a lot harder to get those seeds started and that kind of, once it does start getting a bit colder, yeah, it'd be yeah. hard to get them started out in the garden, right? Yeah, but it's definitely a fine line because you don't want to plant them too early and then the the seedlings have got like root bound. If you leave the seedlings in... What, what does that mean, root bound? If, yeah, so if you leave the seedlings in their little cells, so, you know, you can imagine them in a little tray or something. If you leave them in there too long, the roots kind of wrap around each other. Oh, right. They kind of, yeah, it kind of takes up a lot of, yeah, I, I don't mean I've seen it before at, at work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you plant that out, sometimes they never actually produce good roots that go into the soil. Because it's almost so contained within, yeah. that, within yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that soil that was in the original cell. It doesn't, yeah, I get that. It doesn't expand out into the, the rest of the environment. Yeah, so it's kind of like 
it's kind of a little bit technical to try to get everything the timing right mm-hmm. and you know some crops are faster than others so if you sowed your lettuce and um your spring onion and all those ones at the same time um some will be faster than others so maybe you need to wait a week um to plant some you know things like rocket they grow really fast um just being aware of that is that's another one of those key. things that's just trial and error right you you learn from experience yeah exactly yeah and uh, one thing i would say as a gardener is take notes and kind of remember the mistakes you made because there's no point making a mistake um and then going going into the next thing and be like wait i can't remember what mistake i made oh well i'll um just try this <laughs> <We'll see what laughs> yeah and making the same mistake because if you really think about it like if you garden for just say 50 years over your lifespan, you've got 50 tries to... <laughs> you've got 50 <laughs> seasons to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But every season you want to try something different. You don't want to just keep trying to perfect the same crop. So yeah, you kind of you kind of want to take one or two seasons to actually master something, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess that's especially important talking about growing in these, like in the cold winter environment. You need to like rem- learn, the, learn, from your, like, learn from your past years because... It's especially tricky, you know, compared to like growing in spring or summer. Yeah, yeah. Do you have then any um any tricks to kind of keep your garden growing when it does get really cold? You know, how to kind of combat that, that cold environment? Yeah. Okay, so I when I got married, um, I grew a lot of my own veggies for my wedding. So I grew all like salad greens and all those type of things. And your wedding was in September, right? So that's... Yeah, so it was in spring, yeah. but I had to start it you know, a couple, couple months earlier, which is bang in the middle of winter. <laughs> yes. So I, I was like, okay, so what am I going to do to combat that season? Because I had to get it ready by September. You know, there's a, a day I had to have it ready. And what I did is I used like shelters, shelter belts. So I used the shrink wrap, you know what you use to wrap your pellets? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I used, I, I'm not really a fan of using plastic in the garden, but in this case I did use plastic. <laughs> Because, you know, I thought this would be a good way to keep the wind and the rain and everything out. So I got some sticks, some some strong sticks, and I put them in the corners of my garden. So you and just had like square, was it those square planter boxes at your place, right? Yeah, yeah. I had one meter, by, I had one square meter mm-hmm. gardens. I think I had like 10 or so mm-hmm. of those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I put sticks in the four corners and then I just ran around it with, with that shrink wrap. Yeah. And that really helped. And then I put like some plastic on the top as, as a lid. Mm-hmm and yeah they, they so were... it's almost like a little custom mini cheap greenhouse yeah know? exactly <laughs> a plastic wrap. It exactly is and what i'll do is i'll check the weather every day and i'll be like well this is going to be a good day today quickly i'll pull it off today it's going to rain and i couldn't be bothered going out there and actually watering the stuff so i just leave the, the lids off so yeah those are some little things you can do to change the environment that you have that you have to work with yeah because you because you said before you know a good good way to do it is to start the seeds in your greenhouse but beginner home gardeners at least wouldn't have their own greenhouse you know yeah so like that's a great way to actually build yourself in a bit of an environment you know Mm. the shrink wrap thing you were saying build yourself a bit of an environment that you actually can control yeah Um, one other thing is you know you can plant in containers or pots and in this way you can if you've got like a sheltered area you can bring your plants in it's a bit of you know it can be a bit of a drag to do that but, you know, on those frosty days, it really actually yeah. saves your plants. So uh, being able to maneuver your plants in winter is handy as well if you can't make it into a little bit of a, a tent with mm-hmm. plastic and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it, sound, it does sound like a lot of work growing in the winter, you know. I, that definitely doesn't seem like you're trying to say it's easy. Yeah. It's not easy, 
but it's doable. Oh, it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely do- doable. It's doable, and there's also perks for doing it in winter. Um, for example, you don't have to water anything. You got the rain, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you don't have to worry about watering the stuff. Also, especially in late summer, you get so many bugs that come and kind of destroy your garden. And yep. those aren't really a problem in winter, are they? No, because it's too yeah, cold for them. it's too cold for them. <laughs> they kind of are hibernating somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's a good opportunity to get nice looking produce, mm-hmm. except for if you get hail and stuff, and then it gets all those holes in the leaves and stuff like that. But there's actually perks to growing in uh, a bit of a harsher environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely, I definitely recommend it. Oh, that, that's actually really interesting because you kind of would assume. Well, I would have anyway, that like in the winter, just nothing grows, you know, because that's kind of, you look and you see, you know, the, the leaves falling off the trees and most of the plants are looking pretty sad. You kind of just assume you actually can't grow anything in the winter, but it's actually quite interesting to know that if you actually put a little bit more effort in and try to control that, uh, combat those, the cool weather, you actually can still get good produce out. Definitely. Talking about leaves, well, leaves is one of my favorite things in winter. Because... Why? Why? Because you use the fallen leaves as mulch, which is kind of like an insulation for the soil. Keeps, for the it, keeps it a bit warmer? Yeah, it keeps it a bit warmer. If it rains really hard, it doesn't really disturb the soil. It just disturbs oh, the leaves. Oh, it lands on the leaves. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, that's a bit of... That's an in- interesting tip. No, oh, thank you. Yes. So, guys, um, if you would like to follow my winter garden, I'll be posting on Instagram. And hopefully you guys can find some inspiration or some tips through what I'm doing. I'd love to also see your gardening through winter gardens. And I'd like to get some tips from you guys as well. Yeah, great. So that's that's it for today. Um, Thanks again for listening. We hope you uh, tune in again next time. And yeah, like we said, keep tuning on Instagram as well. We've got some good things coming out. Catch you later, guys.